Welcome to Strange South. Here we explore American Southern folklore, legends, and real stories of the weird. We are your paranormal librarians, Brittany and Shannon, bringing you well-researched and unbiased episodes. We start with a theme and dive deep, leaving you with the burden of belief. Join us as we glimpse under the veil at just some of the travelers here in the strange south. In this first episode, we probe into our own first encounters as children with the strange, specifically the paranormal. We'll begin with Brittany. She asks her grandma to talk about a time Brittany doesn't remember. Hi, my name is Joanne, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my granddaughter, Brittany. Uh, she and I have been, uh, over the years, we've done many things together starting with from when she was uh, a baby. I would read to her and point out the big red ball and the little blue star. We would go for uh, a walk and I would point out things like the airplanes in the sky and insects along the road. And I think that's why she still has a continuing interest and curiosity about insects and bugs of all types. <laughs> when she was, I, I guess, around three years old, one of the cute things uh, that I remember has to do with watching videos with her. There was one about baby dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. And she had seen it before I watched with her. And so when we watched together and she knew there was a sad part coming up, she pressed the fast-forward button. She was a toddler, and she knew all about that. <laughs> uh, the other video we watched was Cinderella. And the weekend I babysat for her, we watched that something like 16 times. <laughs> she knew it by heart. Something that was strange happened. We were just kind of turning the channels and came across um, a race, which the racing was very, very popular in the state that she lived in at that time. She said to me, I did that. And I looked at her and I, what did you do? She said, drove those cars. <laughs> when did you do that? thinking that maybe she had a dream or make, make it up. Uh, and she answered very seriously, when I was a man. And this conversation puzzled us for quite a while. And about that time is when a lot of information was coming out about uh, past lives and Therapists were doing past life regressions with people. One of the things that came out of the studies was that children, very young children, were more, more open to the concept. We think that's what it was with Brittany. She was aware that that had occurred. So we're going to talk about my grandma's story. Yeah, let's let's talk about what she said and let's talk about past life regression and okay. some other paranormal theory okay okay that sounds good 
leaning into the microphone here. I think that's Hello. fine. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the middle of the library and yes. not a study room like we usually get. Right. So. But at least maybe we won't have people wondering if we're, you know, the Hillary, Hillary campaign. campaign. <laughs> uh, well, you never know. <laughs> I'm trying to take a more scientific approach to it, and I, I tend to go that way anyway. Uh, scientifically, yes, but I, you do. I also think that there's a good amount of evidence to support past lives. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to uh, get in the library databases and and look some of those up. Yeah, Elizabeth Loftus is a good one. She explores okay. uh, creating false memories, which is interesting. And I know there's been a lot of like, especially in the 1980s when there was the satanic panic and people thought that there was a lot of satanic cults and things going on. People started to use past life hypnosis and, um, and regression more frequently so there's kind of like a, a mixed bag of like people using it for good and actually getting to the bottom of things and then there's also instances of people using it to plant memories and uh, you know mm. not real memories I see and um, allege abuse and allege a lot of things that didn't actually happen wow yeah that's crazy that that can happen yeah and that your brain is so suggestive right yeah, yeah. which is why it hypnosis really works true well I wonder how much, if if at all, it connects to the uh, idea of deja vu. Mm, um, we should explore that, too. Yeah, because that deja vu fascinates me. Yeah. Do you have it a lot? I have it. Um, not all the time, but I will have it every now and then. Yeah. I had it today, actually. Really? I had it yesterday. Really? Yeah. Okay, well. I had it yesterday. Sounds like something we seldom. need to look into. I feel like it's, Sel gotten, yeah, me too. it's gotten fewer and far between now that I've gotten a little bit older, too. Same here. Yeah. I used to have it more when I was younger, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be really specific things. Mm. And I would, like, I, there have only been a couple times where this has happened, but at least two times where I recognized it and I almost, I almost knew what was happening next. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's neat. And, like, and then what do you do with that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, you're like, what, what the fuck does this mean? Right. <laughs> if I say that, you know alien abduction might be a little ridiculous and like what what am I saying about my own beliefs right. you know yeah um so I don't know it's just kind of funny and the idea that like just because you believe in ghosts means like you believe in everything else like you can't you don't have to believe in everything right but why wouldn't you if and, you believe in Bigfoot right that <laughs> is yeah I mean like can you can you really like say that one person's belief there is less believable right. than the other person <laughs> right if you're talking about right. aliens i guess yeah. is, but i you know people do yeah there's also like theories inside of that like what one of well my personal theory okay for instance yeah. is that aliens ghosts and angels Ooh. are all sort of the same thing okay possibly coming from same or similar realms mm -hmm. but they're just semantically called different things uh, based on who saw them and what right. and what their frame of reference for whatever it was right. was right so like somebody who might say that they have an alien encounter depending on the characteristics of that someone else might call it they had an encounter with a ghost or an angel or a demon mm -hmm. you know depending mm -hmm. on what it was the only thing that's to me signifying of aliens is like when people say they have, you know, things on their neck. Oh, right, like, right, right. You know, where they've been probed Probes. or whatever. That's a little, yeah. that's like, it's very specific. It's a little bit of a digression. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know, just like, I think that maybe 
even if it all doesn't come from the same place, maybe they all know about each other, you mm, know? Okay. Or not all of them, okay. maybe some of them know about, but yeah, I don't know what it is. I wonder also I if like it's, I mean, like, the, we talk about filters, and we talk about, and this kind of comes into play with your story, and I guess in my story, too, is just, like, how fluid your memory is. Both of us not remembering our our events, but then also, like, our parents remembering it and kind of telling it back to us. Yeah. Um, and thinking about people might call aliens and ghosts and I mean, angels all the same thing, but because that, that's their interpretation, that's a reference, and that's a exactly, right? Yeah, right. Which is is why I never discount, you know, what people call things, right. Because they can only put the name and the characteristics on it that they know to pull from. Yeah, and that's interesting. That's culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also love the idea of cross-referencing we'll talk about sasquatch or boojum as mm-hmm. it's called yeah here in the south this area anyway and like you know the differences or the similarities between each one and then eventually maybe we'd even talk about sasquatch or bigfoot or whatever in other countries true because there could be the same thing in other places right parts yeah. of the world i, I think that'd right. be so fun that would be cool yeah strange south goes abroad yeah yeah <laughs> We'll have a Kickstarter fund. Okay, yeah, because we need one. My <laughs> brain still get paid much money. No, worth it. Didn't totally worth do it. Do a field trip. Yeah, we need to do some small field trips mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Yeah, any suggestions would be fun too. Yeah, people have suggestions. Oh yeah, know. tell us the details too. We want to know who to visit if you've got contacts there who we should talk to, who would be open to talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we want to focus more on the the small time people, the everyman, that that you just don't hear about a lot. Track them down. Yeah, the kind of people who, if you come up in the yard, they might have a shotgun pointing at Mm -hmm. you. Right. You know, just, you know, (laughs) it's just calculated risk. Yeah. We know what we're getting into. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll take necessary precautions. For the most part. Yes. It's all adventure. Mm-hmm. All in the name of adventure. Mm-hmm. Have you had dreams that end up coming true? Yes, one time. One time. Uh, no, two times. Oh, wow. One, okay. someone died. <gasps> um, and I knew that it was going to happen soon. Wow. Well, they say if you hear uh, knocking in your dreams, someone is going to die or has died. Wow. Or like if you're sitting in your living room and there's a knock, um, maybe on the wall or the window. Sometimes, in you know certain instances, it means a loved one has passed. That's creepy. From what I've I've heard. Because that happened to at our house a couple of months ago. Mm. Um, me and Daniel were sitting on the couch on a Sunday afternoon watching TV, and all of a sudden it sounded like somebody knocked on our front door, oh, wow. which we never use. Nobody yeah. ever uses our front door. Yeah. And. It was just, like, a very loud, almost like somebody was, like, angrily banging on oh, the door. Oh, wow. So, like, unmistakable. Unmistakable knocking. knocking, and it was coming from behind us, which was either the wall or the, the front door. Right. So, I go outside to look and see if anyone's there. No, nobody's there. Wow. So Interesting. And no one... The, on, the last person... Knock on wood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, one last, no one has died. No one has died. So that's interesting. I'm going to have to look that up. Huh. Another thing is we've gotten a couple of uh, people writing in, so we have Ooh. more stories to yep. put out there for true. new episodes. Yeah, so right. just 
keep tuned with us. Mm -hmm. We have some, some good things planned, so. That's right. Next up, we'll listen in on a conversation Shannon had with her mom about an event she doesn't remember so clearly either. We were driving to um, Raleigh, North Carolina, and we weren't sure where your aunt and uncle lived, so they were going to meet us outside the city. Your, your sister was just a baby. I mean, she was an infant, so she couldn't even walk yet. She was... May. This was in the fall, and she was born in May, so um, it's probably September, October, November, somewhere thereabouts. So she wasn't even talking. And you were in the back seat. You would have been about two and a half to three years old. You were probably three by this time. And we've not really talked to you about angels or demons or supernatural things. We stopped at a gas station. We're meeting your uncle, and, you know, along the trip, you know, we would sing, and we would pray, and, of course, we would nap. It was a five-hour trip. Um, you woke up, and you said, what are we doing, Mommy? And I said, well, we're stopping to find out how to get to your to Aunt Jane's house. Oh. And so your dad got out of the car, and we were... We're just parked at the gas station. And there's your daddy out there. He's talking to Uncle Ted. And he's finding out how to get to their house. And we'll probably follow them. And you said, who is that man? And I said, you mean the the man standing there talking to your father is Uncle Ted. And you said, who is that other man? And there were no other men around. And I, I responded, I, I don't see another man, just your daddy and Uncle Ted. And I said, what does he look like? Because I, I didn't discount, you know, what children said. I wanted to find out what was going on, what you were seeing. Maybe you were seeing something I couldn't see. That's cool. And you said, well, Mommy, he, he looks like... The man that's sitting next to you. And I kind of thought that was creepy. odd. And, <laughs> yes, creepy. I said, well, do you, what does he look like? And as you said, well, there's one sitting next to me and Angela. But there's not one next to Uncle Ted. I, and I thought about that for a moment, and I said, you know what, Shannon, I'm going to guess that those that you're seeing are our guardian angels. Um, and perhaps Uncle Ted does not have one next to him because he doesn't know Jesus. He hasn't, He doesn't have a guardian angel yet, so we'll have to pray about that. And you said... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there were, you know, five people, but only four other people, uh, other people that were not seen. And I, and another thing I asked you sometime in that conversation was, you know, what do they look like? And you said, well, he's really bright. Um, I can't see the face, but it's like a light bulb. 
And I, I always thought that was really interesting. And that's kind of what led me to believe that you had to be seeing um, Guardian Angel. But also, like, I wonder if they were the size of regular people, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. Now I'm thinking about yeah. this, you know, what if they were, like, I they looked like men or people physiologically, but maybe they were smaller mm -hmm. in some way? I don't know. They or, could have been smaller, or they could... They could have been larger because, yeah. you know, I always think um, we describe things in terms that we understand or no, have words for. So, mm. um, you were limited by what words you knew. Right, yeah. And so, maybe I was trying to describe something that I didn't have words for. Right, right. right. So, and, and I, you know, I knew that. So, when you said light bulb, my, what I took from that was they must be bright Oh, like um, with a little halo glowing. around them or something. Yeah, yeah, glowing. And you couldn't see the face, so they could have been... You were saying, you know, it was a man. Maybe it was... You know, it could have been a woman. could have been a genderless entity. Um, but you uh, definitely saw something. It was... Yeah. I, I remember listening to a radio show um, probably after that. And uh, it was on the James Dobson show. And he was talking about... I don't even remember the guest on the show, but he was talking with the age at which children um, stop seeing supernatural things, the unseen realm. Mm -hmm. And he said it was around about three years old, and usually they don't have a memory of it. It was interesting hearing that story that time when my mom told it and then just listening to it again. Because I think I had, like, different versions of that story in my head based on what my mom had told me, like, mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, you know, it's just, like, I have tri I had tried to imagine it again over the years. Mm -hmm. So I have pictures in my head of what I think happened, and maybe I don't know if they came from what I've been told oh, right, or right. not. Okay. You know, it's hard, it's hard to yeah. separate that, like, told memory and real memory. Yeah angels yeah I liked her explanation too I liked the in one breath talk about our filters and about how you know it gets filtered through our brain and this is what it is and then her filter was like well yeah it's your guardian angel that's very true I love I, that I know yeah, yeah I do too it's um yeah it it's special and it is my mom it's yeah. a picture part of a picture of who she is mm -hmm. and um but yeah I thought about something similar to that too when she was telling me the story um and I, I hope Uncle Ted has a guardian angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was just, like, going to the bathroom or something. Maybe his <laughs> guardian angel was <laughs> going just, to the bathroom. He needed some chips. So, yeah. I mean, it was really cool hearing her, like, sit, sitting down and telling me the story mm -hmm. of something that has kind of been family, uh, part of our family mythology, if you will. Yeah. And um, it's just really cool to hear your parents tell those personal histories. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that, like we said earlier, that you don't remember yours and I don't remember mine. Right. Because they are our first ever experiences with paranormal. And we're both around the same age. True. And it's happening, like, right around our birthdays. Because if you're going to September, like, you know what I mean? It's, Whoa. I think she said it was september -ish. I think she did say that. Yeah, so our birthdays are in September, too. Bizarre. Yeah, I like it. That's right, y'all. Mm -hmm. We're both Virgos. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm on the cusp. I'm a cusp too. Yeah. Are you a Libra Virgo cusp? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 
So we're both Libra Virgo Cubs. <laughs> Watch um, out. I don't know what that means. I don't really okay. either. Okay. And maybe that's a signifier of yeah, our sign. Maybe. That we don't know or care. I am pretty organized, but. Yes. She is organized. I am not. Well. Completely. Sort of. In your own way. In my own way. Yeah. That's true. You do have your own way of doing stuff and you're homeboard. So good. Uh, it's been a good uh, introduction here. I to, think so. To our. Yeah, you get a little taste of, of what we're doing and how we're going to do it and our own introductions. I hope, uh, I hope you guys stay tuned and don't forget to send us your stories by going to www.thestrangesouth.com. If you click on contact, you'll find a form where, that you can fill out um, to type your story, or if you prefer, you can send it through email at thestrangesouth at gmail.com. Actually, I think it's just strangesouth at, at gmail.com. I'm going to forever be confused by that. Apologies. But Whichever one it is. Try it. Send, it, send it to both. Send we'll it to both. Experiment. We don't know yeah. what we're doing yet. That's and that's all part of the fun. Yeah, you're on the ride with us. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> um, what else can we tell them? Oh, if we have um, any supplemental information that we might have, possibly we'll put up some stuff about past lives or about kids' abilities to see uh, things that we can't see. We'll have supplemental information on the website. That too, sounds cool. So you can check that out because we are well researched. We try to be. Yes. We're not lazy asses. Well, <laughs> we're not, though. We're good. You're right. We are. We, we are we so are. good. You're right. Because you know we would have. We both would have been like, I don't feel like doing this. Let's go. <laughs> but we didn't. We did it. We've actually done it. And like, I know. I just like to make fun of us. Week. I know. No. <laughs> you know, but no, we did. We have yeah, been doing good. We both would be like, I'm tired. Or That's right. I have my period. Or <laughs> I need to go home and nap. Or... That's right. I don't want to. <laughs> Here is our high five. Yeah. Yep. That's us <laughs> high fiving. First episode. Yeah. Yes. All right. Stay tuned for next time. Thanks for listening. Stay spooky. Our music is created and produced by Randall.